Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pro Tips for Musicians podcast. I'm your host, Jim Henry. The Pro Tips book is finally available. 50 Pro Tips for Musicians, Practical Advice for an Impractical Business. It contains many of the tips we've discussed here on the podcast, personal insights about each one, and features original illustrations by Ruby Henry. To order your copy today, go to protipsformusicians.com. Funding for this and every show comes from generous listeners who each contribute a small amount every month. Patrons like Dino Catanio, Eric Giribaldi, Dan Zuckergood, Dan Tappan, Maria Sangiolo, Bobby Fishman, Kristen Andrews, David Bryce and the good folks at Cloud Microphones, Club Passim, The Parlor Room, and Signature Sounds are just a few of the listeners who contribute because they believe in the podcast. This ongoing support makes it possible for me to continue to produce these shows. For as little as $2 a month, you can be a part of the Pro Tips family. In return, you'll get access to outtakes, music, and videos not available anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash jimhenry to find out more, or to make a one-time only donation, go to protipsformusicians.com. Today on the podcast, we have Kevin Barry. Aside from being the nicest guy you'll ever meet, Kevin is one of the best guitarists in Americana music today. His outstanding technical ability is only surpassed by the sensitivity and emotion he brings to every musical situation. A master of many styles, Kevin is the go-to player for national acts, including Roseanne Cash, Mary Chapin Carpenter, Mark Cohen, Susan Tedeschi, Peter Wolf, Ray LaMontagne, Paula Cole, and the list goes on and on. It's not uncommon to see Kevin play on late-night TV one night, Fenway Park the next, and then at a small club like the Lizard Lounge on a Tuesday. He teaches guitar and ensemble at the Berklee College of Music in Boston, and he plays shows literally all over the world. So I'm thrilled he took the time to talk to us here today on the Pro Tips Podcast. So let's say hello to Kevin Barry. Hello, Kevin Barry. Hello, Jim. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you uh, for agreeing to do this. Yeah, my pleasure. This is ha- great. Happy, We're coming to you from a from it. an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, where are we? Uh, Natick, Natick, Massachusetts. Natick, Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We can't. You know. For, for security reasons. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Can't we say exactly can't go any further than that. Right. So you've heard a couple of these uh, shows, and you know that we like to start off with a tune to get things rolling. So, uh, and, unless you have one in mind. <laughs> no. No? Don't no. have one in mind? Let's then do a Jim Henry song. Let's do, uh, yeah, let's do probably, I, I, I thought about a bunch of tunes, and you have, we're, I'll lay some tunes on you today, all of which you have heard at some point in your life. Great. But it was probably like 20 years ago. Yeah, so. great. I'm sure I'm sure, <laughs> you still, you're, you know, you're still familiar with them, I'm sure. <laughs> I am. So let's, let's do um, this one. This is a... a Doc Watson version of a tune, um, which you'll pick right up on. This one's called The Deep River Blues. All right? Let the rain 
drive right on Let those waves just sweep along I got those deep river blues Well, my old gal, she's a good old pal She looks like a waterfowl And I got those deep river blues Ain't no one to cry for me The fish all go out on a spree And I got those deep river blues All right, Kevin, go fishing there so fun that is fun nice to play with you you guys. too man you too enough fun let's get down to the let's get down to business now brass tacks let's get down to brass tacks whatever those are oh i can't turn the reverb off oh uh, it's okay right there's so many knobs over there. <laughs> i know so knobs. hey so um let's uh i i wanted to talk to you about a whole bunch of different stuff today um but let's start with one of the pro tips and um do you, you have do you have that book lying around? Oh uh, yes, let me see. Because I don't I I don't have them all sure. memorized. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to to talk about some of these pro tips and um, okay. the one that came to mind when I was thinking to you is pro tip number five, which I'll go ahead and read because I, I I you know I know reading is hard for you so it is it's very difficult. <laughs> I've never really grasped that. I'll go ahead and read it. Uh, number five, as an accompanist, generally speaking, don't play until the second verse. You will rarely go wrong with this approach. So my first question is, do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, you know, the, one, the only thing I would say is, you know, obviously, unless, unless there's like, unless there's a situation where you're playing like a hook line, right? Like a, right. Like, like a hook 
thing that needs to be there. That needs to be there, right? right. With with you know, but which is kind of obvious. Probably doesn't need to be said, but but you know, so if there's you know, if there is that hook line, but then still after that's played, once this the you know you're into the first verse, absolutely, it's like especially if you're in a smaller group, right? Right. Because you have to you have to create it's it's the most basic simple way I think to start creating an arrangement. So the tune has somewhere to go if it's you and another you know acoustic guitar player or whatever you know. Right. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was, you know the whole less is more approach is yes. good. And in fact, I you you uh, teach at Berkeley. Yep. Right. I do. And I went on. I did a little research and I went online there okay. and uh, there there's a there's a page of uh, you know f- f- a sort of a bio about you or, or in your own words yeah, right. kind of thing yeah and uh, one of the things that you said on there was you could have written your own pro tip book <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I beat you to it yeah <laughs> um, uh, see most of I try I try and teach I, I try and teach students to be musical players a lot of students focus on technique how fast they can play how impressive their chops are. But in many circumstances, in the real world, those things don't matter. And that's true. Uh, people who hire you for gigs want you to be musical, right? Yes. And so that means oftentimes not playing. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and that, so that's the sort of thing you, you yeah. talk about when you're teaching at Berkeley? I mean, you... you... Right. Yeah, I do. And, and, you know, and the thing is, too, is that it's, it's one of those things because I'm not... Uh, it's so important for me to say I'm not, I'm, you know... Again, this may be obvious. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I want. I want to have as much technique as I possibly can. I want to be. I want to be able to do all that stuff. But what I'm saying is that it's a matter of when you do it, right? And you know the times to do it and the reasons to do it. Like, is there a musical reason to do that? Is there? So I'm not diminished. I'm not like I would never. I would never dissuade anybody from practicing. You know, practicing as hard as they can and becoming as as. In fact, I mean. I think that's one of our vital things that we should all do. You know? Right. I mean, I you know I I constantly looking for time to practice technique and stuff like that. But I'm talking about really being aware of the musical situation that you're in at the time that you're in it. You know, there's a time for that, a time and a place for that, and then there's a time and a place, in my opinion, right. for you know the approach because the the two things don't have to be. They don't have to be separate, right? Right. Like Chet Chet Atkins was one of the most musical players in the world, and and a, and a brilliant technician. So, right. you know, or or any you know many, you know, jazz guitar players, classical players, you know, everything. There's the two things don't have to. But it's just I'm just talking about the way you approach playing on a song, right? Or being sensitive to who the artist is and how you're playing. Well, with that them. you know that is one of the hardest things I think to teach or to to get people young players especially to understand is how you know how how do you gauge you know what's musically what's appropriate yeah. Yeah, totally. at any given moment yeah. and that's <laughs> any suggestions <laughs> yeah i mean i i would think i would think one of the things one of the things that and i i, I this comes from actually me being kind of embarrassed about for so long when i was a kid growing up hyper-focused and, you know, 
hyper focused on being a guitar player and, and looking and always listening to what the guitars were doing and you know what I mean mm-hmm. instead of like maybe like listening to the words right. <laughs> yeah right you know what I mean so well, like I started realizing that I started realizing that well the first thing is is the cues what does the music sound like right is this does the sound is the song sad you know right. or is it happy is it like joyful and and you know if it's a sad song then you have to kind of put yourself in that in that in that frame of mind and 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 try to how do you make something sound sad well that's that's the that's the toughest the toughest there's there's the that's the whole ball of wax right. right there to be able to do something and make it that uh translate right to to a, a listener or the other player but i think that's the main thing is you have to you have to respond to the emotional content of the music i mean you know, I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm not saying I can do it, but I'm just saying that that's for me what's important. I'm right. just that's and and the in the words, you know, I think the words to a song are 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 incredibly important, especially because probably to the vast majority of not probably to the vast majority of listeners, they're listening to the singer and the words. Right. That's always the, that's always the centerpiece. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, maybe a couple of them, maybe a couple of you know guitar weenies are sitting there listening, you know, wondering <laughs> what kind of pedal I used. But I, you know, did you say guitar weenies? Guitar weenies, <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which is great. Now you know, thank God for them. But but I think the main thing is is like you know, it's like you you kind of have to you you you're you're really trying to support that song, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the thing, and I think if you listen to the singer. I think that's the biggest thing. If you listen to the singer, what the singer's saying, that will actually, I think, direct you. Right, it'll tell you what to do. I'm still learning how to do that, right. trying to learn how to do that. Well, you play, you play with all kinds of songwriters right. Right, and singers. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, but you also, at, at least at some point, you were playing a lot of blues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's kind of a whole different vibe, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's not about the singer, but it's more about the the feel, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And 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 I think, and yeah, totally. Also, though, I think with a lot of blues, one thing that I realized over the years too is when I was a kid, again being hyper focused on the guitar playing back when you were a guitar weenie when I was guitar weenie <laughs> yeah exactly and as I got as I got older as I got older I started realizing that actually a lot of my favorite blues records were were still about were they were my favorites because they were great songs mm-hmm. the blues the, they were great blues tunes they weren't the songs like a lot a lot of times now the song the tune just becomes a vehicle for people to solo Right. right, it's like all right. Let's get that. Yeah, let's get the verse over so we can solo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is great. Too. It's all fun. You know, it's all good. I'm just saying that I think that that. But that was something that I that I learned about blues and a lot of blues records that I loved. I realized now I loved that record because they were great tunes. Right. The songs were great blues songs, and the you know and the the you know you go back to like tunes like Hellhound on My Trail, and I mean all these you know uh, Skip James, you know like these the tunes were real like heavy emotional things you know their stories and and about really really deep stuff you know so that that again though but yeah the blues thing is definitely also the thing that i love about blues too is that the feel aspect of it the swing you know like learning like learning to feel swing 
with like jazz and blues was a big was a big thing for me that I that I that I loved about that music. How, so yeah, how do, how do you learn to feel swing? <laughs> but I, you know what? I don't listening to it uh-huh. constantly. I think listening to it constantly. I mean, I think that's the way you have to learn to do everything. Yeah, just listen and you just have to listen. I mean, I I think you got to listen to it constantly, and you have to love it. And if you love it, you'll listen to it constantly, right? right? <laughs> so, so I think that's the order. You know, you love you love the music passionately, and you, you know what it's like when yeah. you get into somebody, you get into a player or an artist or you know somebody who music that you just are crazy over. You just can't not listen to it. You know. It's, Do you have somebody like that now who you listen to? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I mean, you know, you go through phases. Like, I, right. I go through a few phases a year where I'll, where I'll be really, really, really into. Um, lately, I've been. I love. Uh, I, I I've got this great hollow body. This great hollow body guitar. It's an old Gibson ES three fifty, and it's it's. I just love the sound of it. I put flat wound strings on it. And I got so much, so I I've been just really lo- I love I love Kenny Burrell, mm. who's who's I just think he's an amazing guitar player. I just mm-hmm. love his playing. I love he's just this incredibly beautiful, elegant guitar player, blues with all these blues, amazing blues elements and sound and touch and feel, and um, so I've been really into him. Yeah, I've just been like. Every time I'm in the car, it's just that's what's playing, and huh. that's what's playing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You, you get, it's, and so I think, am I ever going to play like Kenny Burrell? No, but but some of that I I hope will seep in there. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I hope some of that some of that influence will seep in there. Right. Well, you, yeah, you, you, it can't help but seep in if yeah. you're listening to it all the exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, that's that's somebody I've been into. But then there's like you know, I mean, there, there's there's so much stuff than you know, different songwriters that right. you know. I I got on a Bob Dylan kick recently. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, you probably never heard of him, <laughs> right? Right? He's like, yeah, he's a really good songwriter. <laughs> I can't. I just cannot stand to listen to that guy sing. I can't stand it. <laughs> I really don't like it. I like, like you're not joking. No, I'm not joking. I mean, I love his song. Yeah. No. No. But, I get it. Totally. But, but he, it's just like it's like you know, fingernails on a chalkboard. Yeah. yeah no, I get it. I hear you. I get it. I get it. Like he should I, not interpret his own songs. <laughs> I, like for some reason, like that's who knows. Who knows why? I, I like to me. I like. I love. I've. I didn't when I was younger, but I've come to appreciate his voice as I've gotten older. I didn't, you know, somehow, who knows why, you know? I didn't mind his younger voice, but it's his older oh, voice. Oh, his, the old, yeah. The newer, you know, the latest stuff is just like, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm so, Bob, that. if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I guess you won't be a guest on you. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, all right. I don't know how we got here exactly, but, oh, I oh. know what I wanted to ask you. You said something before about, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, uh, how, how do you how do you make a you know how do you make the guitar sound sad? Mm. You know, like if, if it's a sad song, how you know do you do you have some go to strategies about that kind of stuff? I, I mean, for me, it's it's it is it's a it's a really hard thing. But there's a lot of space, a lot of space. There wouldn't be a lot of activity, you know. Mm-hmm. It would be it would be really sounds and 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 sort of longer notes. And, yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And and in cases like that, you know, like reverb, reverb yeah, is no, a, go, go reverb ahead. is a great, you yeah, know, like reverb is a, you know, it, it's to me reverb is 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 it is in itself is sort of a you know a lonely sound, right. you know what I mean? 
that. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds very alone, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like, right. So, you know, it's like, it's like. Right, it's kind of haunting. Yes, yeah. Right. You're making me want to cry. <laughs> not making me want to cry because I'm not playing anything. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to put you on the spot exactly. No, no, but, that's cool. But I mean, the idea of, uh, I mean, because there probably are some guitar weenies listening to this now. And it's yeah. like, if there's a go-to, like, so, you know, so reverb is one thing yeah. you might use for, Absolutely, for a sad it, kind of vibe. It creates, it, it, <laughs> as, as uh, our, our friend Duke Levine said, he, Duke said, he goes, yeah, it creates dimension, you know? Right. It, 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 that which I thought was a great, a really great description. And that's, you know, that's, it's, it, it, it puts it, it puts it in a space. It's like a, know? yeah, just some, a depth and a, yeah, it yeah. puts it in a space. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so it's not just this sort of dry, you know, this just this dry thing just sitting there, you know, which is not, uh, and I, I obviously sometimes like one of my favorite jazz guitar pl- sounds is just completely dry. Right. <laughs> you know, that sound is so beautiful. But that's you know? that's appropriate for the song. For that style, exactly. For, for that style, yeah. exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. So, do you, so here's, here's just sort of a geeky question. Do you change the amount of, do you just set your reverb for the night or do you constantly change it? I, you know what? I would say, I I I change. I probably adjust it. Not a lot. It's not like something I do constantly. But it's like if there's something. If there's if we are doing a a tune that's kind of a you know kind of like you know kind of a haunty kind of spacey vibe. Then I then I will definitely. I you know I'll add a little bit more reverb. I'll add a little bit more reverb on and and it, you know and then if it's like a lot of times with like if we're doing something that kind of to the rock inside, mm-hmm. a lot of times like I don't even care if I have reverb on at all. Because, right. You know, because I kind of like for me the the grindy the grindy rock and sound is is the that's the more important thing. You know, like like if I I have a couple of these smaller you know low wattage Marshalls that I really love, and I have a a brown a, an 063 brown deluxe, um, which it sounds so great. There's no reverb, but like pushing my Les Paul through that amp, it's the most kind of for me glorious sound and I don't care <laughs> if there's reverb anywhere because just that you know when you hit the it's just like oh, it's so satisfying <laughs> or, or my Marshall you know a Marshall it's like I don't I don't need reverb in that situation because it's not really for me oftentimes too if it's if it's an aggressive thing it's not going to really the reverb's probably not going to really translate right. anyways it's going to get lost yeah oh wait for <laughs> that's okay huh? <laughs> Okay, we're, we're, we, we can edit. <laughs> yeah, we can edit. We'll edit you out. Yeah, we'll let you. Huh? I'll take the puppy out. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, she's. I just threw. I threw her in the. Uh, I threw her in the cage. Yeah. And uh, just just while we were doing this, so she'll be psyched to see. Yeah, cool. I'm sorry to try and you. It's all right. <laughs> so um. All right, sorry. Uh. Okay. So. Let me take a drink of water. Yeah. I'm glad I'm... No, you're doing am, great. Am, this is, is awesome. this is this is any of this stuff. Coherent or make yeah, this is perfect. Well, um, speaking of guitar amps and pedals and sound yes. stuff, another, uh, a, a wise person once said, "I always, I always focus on being aware of my sound as it applies to amplifiers, guitars, pedals, and effects. As a guitar player, your sound is as important as what you play." Now, do you know who said that? 
No. You said that. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a lie. I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and it's true. It's you know, there's there's sort of two components, especially it to totally electric is. guitar, is what you play and what it sounds like when Absolutely. you play. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's 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 enormously important. It's like it's like like I find I find oftentimes you know, younger players like myself, and I always include myself in this <laughs> because I was there was so much stuff that I didn't think about, you know, that I really re, that that when I was like because you know it's just you, you experience informs so much of these things, you know. Right. But just like sitting down, sitting down and looking at your amplifier and actually looking at how the knobs, how does this sound, right? Right. You know, like if I go. And I play that chord and I'm going, what does it sound like? Do I like the sound? Do I like the sound? Do I like, is it, is it pleasing to me in some way? You right. know what I mean? And, um, it, you know, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to just look at my amp and, you know, it seems, it's probably sounds so ridiculously basic, but I've seen oftentimes, a lot of times folks will just sort of sit down with their guitar, plug it in and start playing and not like. Look at the. I mean, as long as the amp's on, fine, whatever. It's it's on, <laughs> and my guitar's. You know, my guitar's got strings on it, so I'm gonna play. You know what I mean? But but I think like to just like take the take the time to 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 sit and you know listen to what listen to what your guitar sounds like or whatever instrument you're playing. It can be a bass or drums. You know, it's like. And I always see. I've seen this as like you know you watch as I've watched other players that I admire. You know. Through through my experiences, I always notice that there's this period, this this sort of indefinite period of 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 tweaking and and goofing around, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like hmm hmm, you know this, you know, turn that knob, turn that knob. Oh, maybe maybe I'll try this amp instead. You know, you know what I mean? That, yeah. But that period is to me is really important. It's really important because it's, it's you're sort of getting yourself in, you're putting yourself in. In in touch with the instrument, in touch with your instrument and the amplifier, and how does it sound? Is this you know? Is this a is this is this sound too bright? Is it gonna is it gonna? How's it you know? Where's the mic on the amp? Where you know all those little things are gonna make a difference, right? Because ultimately, like the thing I I I've always I always feel is that like no matter how much work you do, practicing practicing working on technique working on this working on you know all your chord forms and inversions and shapes and scales the at the end of the day the last thing that all of that is going to come is out that speaker yeah, right <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so it's all going to it all gets focused down to that that piece of piece of you know black piece of paper right. that's, that's vibrating <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's important yeah it's really important it's important it's you know it's like so you have to you have to you have to like really and i think you can learn how to do it because i know i'm like i say everything i say I, or i've learned from my own mistakes was that when i was when i was younger i don't think i i i feel like i wish i had had somebody like kind of smack me around and go listen to that that doesn't sound. That sounds like crap, you know. <laughs> listen to your sound. Listen to the sound you're making. That's terrible, you know. Uh -huh. And I would have been like, "Oh God, you're right," you know. <laughs> but I learned it. But that was like when like going into the studio was a great teacher. 
Because, like, it's all about that, right? You record, and suddenly you're hearing the sound that your speaker is making. Right. With all the stuff, you know? And up then it's close like, and personal. Up close and personal, yeah. and there's no way to hide, you know? There's no way, no excuses. That's the sound I'm making. Right. Right? And me, it's not, I can't blame it on the amp. I mean, I, I still, I, I can't even, like, I do believe that, like, you, you know, obviously a great, I, I believe a great player will make anything sound cool right if they have enough time to kind of even i mean you could take an amp you know you could take an amp with a with a with a you know uh with a a blown speaker and a creative musician will make that an advantage right they'll go oh i can make a cool sound with this blown speaker or you know i can make an ugly an ugly sound that's like that's kind of cool and might be you know have a sort of an emotional impact you know so that stuff that i think that stuff's kind of cool so, but, but I think that that's a very important thing and, and effects are just all, but the other thing too, is that, is that I think like to first make a, just make a great sound with your guitar, a chord and the amp. That's the most, uh, to me, that should be the first thing. Right. right? I, I occasionally will do that yeah. now, just once in a while to say, oh, you know, wh- how far am I away from that? Totally. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's a great yeah. thing to do. Yeah. To try to do a gig, right? Yeah. Like, do a gig. Do a, I'm going to go to a gig <laughs> with my guitar. Uh, you know, I'll take a tuner because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go that crazy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Or just use what's on the amp, right? If I bring a Fender amp, well, I'm just gonna, all I'm going to use tonight is reverb and right. tremolo, you know? Right. So, which which is kind of a, is is scary, <laughs> right? It's scary, but that's the way all the all the all the people back in the day that made all those amazing records right. that we all love and are trying to recreate. You know. Yeah. Well, if I could, if I doing. could figure out how to do the the volume swell with my pinky. Oh yeah. I would do that, but I just have not been able to master I that. I can't do it either. I can sort of do it, but but. All right. That's, but why well, do, that's but pretty why, good. Why not just use a volume pedal? I know. Well, you know, always, always in an attempt to, to pare things down. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, yeah, here. you can do that. You can do that. Do you have a telly? It's, it's I, particularly I do have a nice with a telly. I right? don't know. Maybe I'm just lazy. No. But yeah. I do. I mean, I end up playing uh, the electric guitar. I end up playing mostly is about volume swells. So it's like ambient. Like that's the kind of gigs I, I tend totally. to have. So yeah, you know, absolutely. It's just easier with my foot. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I I always I'm I mean a, a volume pedal for me is one of the things I can't do without. Yeah. I I, I need I need. Do you carry an extra one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because these these a lot of times the spring. I know. This, have you ever tried to change break. the strings on those things? I've done it. I've what learned how to do it. It sucks. It's just just a pain in the ass. I sit there with and I, I I sit there with a, the tutorial video on YouTube. <laughs> have you done that? Well, do you have a special tool? You need the that special tool. You need the hook. <laughs> I went out and got the hook. I went to the I went to I said I'm going to do this. I'm I will not be defeated by this pedal. <laughs> and and it was like I ended up having like like my knuckles got bruised. Yeah. And I got I got I cut myself with the hook. It was so embarrassing. It was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> but that's that volume pack. There you go. And it works. Yeah. Hi, folks. Sorry to interrupt the show, but we'll get back to Kevin in just a second. I want to let you know that these podcasts require an enormous investment of time on my part. Each show takes about 40 hours to put together. That includes research, travel, recording, editing, mixing, time to manage the websites, the rewards, and the social media. By contributing as little as $2 a month, 
you'll be helping me keep the podcast going. Go to patreon.com slash jimhenry, or for a one-time only donation, go to protipsformusicians.com. Every little bit helps. Now let's get back to Kevin. So, uh, so let me ask you, uh, and we're going to get a little bit geeky here now. Yep. You, I'm looking at your pedal board at the moment, and you have you just have one delay on there yes. at the moment. You used to have two. Yeah. Uh, my do you other, still do that sometimes? Or? Yeah, actually I do. My other pedal board, my other bigger pedal board, um, I have two delays on it. Yeah, and I have one set for like a slap, for a slap back. Right. And then one set for like longer delays. Right. And and I like these I like these I like these delays that that uh, uh that have like the, the for tap. me the, the the modulation on the delay. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I don't. Um, like I, I like this for like for like texture like for like well here, let me give you an example. Like if this is like so here's just the, the just the clean sound. Oh, that's why I had all that reverb. <laughs> modulation thing that actually adds like a, a little bit of a if I, I'm going to put the delay up real high and add a bunch of feedbacks now I'm going to add the modulation oh yeah hear that? uh huh and you can make it pretty deep but for for like for like real like kind of vibey stuff if you want to it's beautiful it's like Gives you that, yeah. And it's just—it just adds a real subtle shimmer, but it's only on the repeats. Man, if they had that when I was a kid, I never would have left the house. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. But you know, so like these, this kind of stuff where you, you have these really intense delays, and it's like you can get this, like this, uh, you know. Uh, It really create it creates a vibe. You yeah, know? definitely it creates a mood and a yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, and, the, and also all that stuff is really 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 beautiful. Obviously, you know, slides are slides are for me are like you know, it's a great expressive tool. Though. to like all that like all the kind of some of the prog, prog, kind of proggy kind yeah. of 70s yeah, stuff that I it's got kind I of loved. a keyboard cello yeah, kind of exactly. sound to it. so it's just in, you know and the thing is, is that it's just stuff that you can do it's just stuff that you can do 
to create some kind of a I don't know, just something something different in an arrangement if if you know if you're playing if you're playing the song I mean I know these the, the, you know everybody has messed around with this kind of stuff it's not it's not like I'm doing anything amazing but it's right. but but the fact is is that you kind of have to experiment with trying like trying uh, diff- different sounds in like trying using the pedals and using extremes and kind of recognizing maybe when a sound that, that you wouldn't think that you might be like, oh, that's way too much. I could never use that, you know? But sometimes it's really cool just for one little moment. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like for like that's, I mean, I, I wouldn't use that sound probably other than like a, 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 a moment here, even maybe at the end of the song, you know, I could use it as, as the song ends, you know, you could... You have I reach down and like dial, <laughs> like dime everything across the top and then use that for the for the decay of the last chord or something right. like just that. Just turn know? it all up yeah. loud at the end. Yeah, yeah you know. So, oh, but that that I do like that modulation and a lot of these delay a lot of these delay companies now are doing that. This is a diamond. This is a memory lane, and it's like so. But I really like that. Like, so I think it's a really cool. There's I so it's kind of it's like warble. it's like two pedals in one kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's too and then it's you know it's got the tap tempo which is also really yeah. really useful, you know. So it gives it a chorus, gives it a little shimmer effect which I really like. Well, here I'll tell you what, let's try uh let's try a little bit of something. Uh, yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah, put yeah. it to I, I like that sound. Uh, yeah, so do I. Let me uh all right, let's let me lay this on you here. What key? Uh C. C. Oh, I like C. C's a good key. C. Let's C. talk about the key of C. C is a good key. It's a very, very good key. It's a very cooperative key. Now, let me ask you while, you, while we're tuning up here, yep. before we give this a little okay. try, um, um, do you, um, how do I phrase this exactly? Do you think, like, I tend to think, I, did, I, I never went to school for guitar. Yep. Um, so I tend to really pretty much think in, in sharp keys and use the capo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, is that what you do too? Or do you, you, you've actually have some schooling and understand jazz and stuff, so. Well, you know, I mean, the thing I would say about, you mean, well, how do you mean like. Meaning uh, I sort of, if something's in B flat, my first thought is to put a capo on and play in G. Right? Yeah. Or well, your first fret in A. Uh, what you, I, I. Absolutely, do the same thing. All right. I would do for me because it's not a matter. I mean, it's not a matter of. Well, there's two things. This is <laughs> the deep, deep question. It's good, but but I can play in the key of you. So can you? We right. could play all the chords that we. It's not that I can't play the. You know, that's right. What was the old thing? Like people always used to call it. They'd call it a cheater. Cheater, right? right? And I was like, that to me, that's utterly ridiculous because if I was playing jazz. I'm not going to put a capo on, right. right? But I mean, I think capos are used for various reasons. I think some people use them because they don't know the chords right. in other places, which is fine, right? You know, if it's a singer singer, well, you know, it's not, you know, you're writing lyrics and, and this, this song's in capo too, <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> capo two G, right? Yeah. But but so it's like so, but the, for me, the main thing you get is open strings. Right. Which are beautiful. Right. Open strings are beautiful, especially on an acoustic guitar. You yeah. know, I mean, that's the reason I like 
I like to use a capo. I right. just, I, you know, if it's in B flat, I totally do the same thing. Right. You know, I, I, I mean, I can, yeah, I, I, I know all the chords. Do you, in th- do you think that way though? I mean, like, well, no. it depends. Maybe it depends on the song, right? Let's say, let's say it was like a, let's say it was like a, you know, if it was like a soul tune, you know, if it was like an R and B tune, not not jazz, you know, I mean, and if it was like. Right, that kind of. I, I'm like at that point if it's in the key of B flat and I know I'm gonna be going. Right. I'm not gonna use a capo for that. Right. Because the, the but if I'm doing if it's a, if it's a like you know like if it's a, clearly something from sort of like an America uh, like. Americana folk country thing, then I might, you know, right. I might want to use the capo because, uh, because I love the sound of those big ringing chords, right. you know, like right. it's like I can, you know, I can do here's, there's B flat without a capo, right? It's it sounds good because I'm sort of playing a G form, right? right? So I can do that, but it just when a capo just sounds different, right? There's something about I think the way your skin mutes the string, it's it, and it's a pretty sound. It's it's not a bad sound. It's a right. good sound, but it's different. And 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 I like I just like it's just what I like. Yeah. No. Right? No. Yeah. Well, I so can, I'm, I all, agree. I'm all for capos. I, I personally, you know. So I well, here's so like the, that. Just play that chord. Yeah. Play that chord. It's like right, right. It's like obviously I'm <laughs> all affected and everything, but but it's like it's just that that that. The relationship, I think, the intervallic relationships of the pr- particular voicing right. has has a huge thing to do, has a lot to do with it, right? You can't like a bar chord is a very specific kind of thing, right? Right. It's the same chord, but it's not to me. It's not. It's it's great in its own way, but it's not it's not as rich and ringy as you're right. gonna get with 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 a capo. No matter how you know, it no doesn't matter. sound as open. Yeah, exactly. I mean, open. I could suppose I could do this. That's closer, but it's closer, right? That's too hard, though. It's too hard. Yeah, Yeah. right. I'm too lazy to play that chord. Yeah, right. So yeah, so but yeah, so that but I do know what you mean about the capo thing, and I've thought about a lot. I've thought about that a lot. Well, I I just for me, it um, uh, it, what it means is I when songs are in in flat keys. You know, if I have a chart in front of me in a flat key, it just means I now I have to sit and think about it a little more. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to. Yeah, good. Well, you're transposing. Yeah, you have to transpose. Yeah. So, which is, which is, you know, and the thing is, uh, the other thing with that is that, like, after, the, oftentimes in the music style that I mean, you and I play in a lot, most of the songs are pretty diatonic, right? right. So it's not like, I mean, it's not like suddenly uh, somebody's gonna. A lot of the people that I work with are gonna start. You know, it's not like they're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't do that. You know, right. they go. I mean, once in a while there'll be a curveball, but most of the time it's going to go. Yeah, right. Right. It's so there's there's sort of like a predictive quality that you you know you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. What you As mean. I said, you know, you do it all the time, right? You're listening. You go. I think this is going to go down to six here. I'm not sure. But I think it's gonna go to six. Hey, one to six, right? <laughs> so, so you know what I mean. So it's like, so I think, that, like for that, that's why I feel. I don't even know where I was going with that. What were we saying? 
Were we talking about the capo, how that relates? Yeah, we're just talking about uh, how my stupid mind approaches flat keys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I don't, I don't like, for me, I don't look at my, the way my mind, you know, everybody sees Your stupid mind. My stupid mind. <laughs> I see, like, for me, I just see, like, I don't think of them as, like, flat or sharp keys. I just, I mean... You know, I mean, I mean, I know there's keys. There's sharp in the key signature right. G, right? You right, know, right, right. but uh, but but I mean, like, I just for me, it's just a, it's just a position, right? Right? You know, it's just like, oh, oh, that's the uh, fourth fret. That's right. the a, a flat or a G sharp, right? You know, for me, it's, it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's inter- That's a, that's an interesting question because I've. Uh, because I I know a lot of, a lot of folks see that see it in their own in right their everybody's own got their own sort of approach yeah. that's what I was wondering so all right let's get back to this cool sound yeah so okay, I'm gonna cool. play the song you may or may not have heard this one actually all right. and we won't play the whole thing but just to give you a chance to get spooky there so this is a, this is a Steve Earle song oh okay and I'm I'll give you a little clue it's sad okay all right. beautiful.
down in Mexico One place I may never go In my life again Yeah, sort of a quick version of that. Great, great tune. You know, oh, you oh, know that song. That tune, yeah. yeah, it's a great song. That's amazing. I think that's that's one of my top ten songs he's of amazing. all time. Yeah, he's one of my. He's, he's such a great, such a great writer, man. Yeah, cool, nice, 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 uh, nice solo Thanks. stuff yeah, there. I was just trying to, just trying to, you know, kind of like, there, there, you know, there's so many different, you know, so many different approaches you could take to that, right? Right. You know, so it's like you know. You, Right, sort of almost you know, Calypso, Caribbean kind of almost, yeah. Why, like Mexico? Sorry, yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah, where exactly, I'm going yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, nice. You know, that was kind of... Yeah. So one thing, one thing that uh, you have to be able to do as a guitar player who's yep. playing with pedals mm-hmm. is you really have to know what they can do and how they work so you can dial up a sound quick so you know you you Absolutely. heard me you heard that yeah. you heard me play the the first verse and while i was doing that you were yeah. sort of sort of thinking you know figuring out what Trying sound you wanted out what kind of sound would and be you cool. dialed it in you kind mm-hmm. and you know how the uh, you know your pedals well enough to know what they do and how to make them do right. that even right. even when you know even when you weren't actually listening to them yes. you could just bend down there and dial it that's, in yeah you're right so that that's is a huge thing actually yeah. that is because so much of the time <clears throat> you know you have to do stuff you're doing stuff on the fly you're so right. you know you can't go oh could you hang in one second i want to check the delay time you know right. what i mean <laughs> yeah, could right. you stop the song for a minute, you know. Well, that's where the, that tap tempo comes in. Very, the tap very tempo is amazing. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that is, it's. I mean, all these things that have become sort of uh, standard are, are become that way because it's really, really useful. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, the tap tempo thing is great. You know, I, I love that. It's yeah. just like it's so nice to to have that. You know, whenever you can, and and sometimes sometimes it's cool to not have the tempo be the same, right? Right. Like sometimes. That's that can be great too, where you just where you just I, like I kind of like sometimes I like kind of wading into the wading into uncharted territory, like and not knowing exactly what's going to happen. Sometimes it turns out really cool, and sometimes it turns out <laughs> awful. Train wreck, you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. But that's a good way to learn, you know. You, so you you dialed in a little of distortion there, didn't you? On that, um, or not, did you not? No, you know what what, ha- what happened is that what was doing that is that like when the delays pile up on each other, it gets kind of a grindy sound, oh, okay. which I like. Yeah. But no, I didn't use any. I didn't use actually any. You know, any actual overdrive. Oh, okay. It. I thought I heard a little bit. But it, well, it kind of sounds like it when that happens. Yeah. It does. It sounds like that. It gets kind of grindy yeah. in, in a cool way. It's uh-huh. like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. Uh, oh, you know, before we go any further, we have to do... I don't want to keep you all afternoon Station here. But, ID. Um, the uh, some Something that we do here on the podcast once in a while is the either-or uh, game. I don't know if you, you've heard that in any of the podcasts, but I'm going to give you uh, two, two words or phrases. Okay. And you have to choose one or the other. Like, you have to deal with it for the rest of your life. Okay. Okay? All right. Wow. I know. And some of these are tough. 
Right. Okay. okay. Are you ready? And this is for real. This is going to happen now. This right? is. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I'll... well, that's why we're in a, in a secured location. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any trouble. All right. You ready? Yeah. Right off the bat, it's going to be tough. Delay or reverb? One or the other. Rest of your life. And I, don't, I don't mean the kind of reverb you can make with delay. I mean like the creamy kind of reverb. So right. it's either that or the delay. <sighs> Might be delay because I feel like I feel like no, 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 reverb. Okay, yeah, reverb. Yeah, sorry. plus no explanation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a gig later. Uh, Fender or Gibson? <clears throat> Fender or Gibson? I know that's a that's a tough one. Wow, man, um, probably Fender. Rest of your life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one, I this will be pretty easy. Dog or cat? Dog. Dog. Yeah. You have to well, say I love that. cats, but dog. Right. Yeah. Uh, window or aisle? Window. Window. Uh, wah wah pedal or volume pedal? Volume. Yeah. Analog or digital? Rest uh, of your analog. Ooh, analog. Yeah. Um, acoustic or electric? Mm. <laughs> I know these are tough. It's really hard. Uh, uh, electric. Electric. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I figured. Uh, bourbon or scotch? Bourbon. Bourbon, yeah. Bourbon, I, just so you know, bourbon is the overwhelming choice. Among <laughs> <laughs> pro tips, uh, guess. Uh, West Montgomery or Django Reinhardt? West Montgomery. Yeah, I figured. I mean, uh, I mean both amazing, but yeah, you know, I got to choose That's a little one. more your kind of yeah. cup of tea, yeah. Uh, theater or club? Club. Like you're going to play, okay, theater or club. I prefer a club, yeah. Um, Firstborn or secondborn? You don't have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We may cut that one. Out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just wanted to make you laugh. Sophie's choice. Sophie's <laughs> choice podcast. <laughs> I would listen to that podcast. <laughs> uh, um, all right, country or blues? We're almost done. Country or blues, rest of your life. Oh, I know. So I didn't mean hard. to cause so much angst and anxiety. Blues, blues, really going yeah. blues. Oh, interesting. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's. I love them both so much, but the, the the blues thing, it just would be really hard for me to live without that one. Okay. Um, lap steel or pedal steel? Lap steel. Lap steel. Yeah. You I play. Like you play both, right? Yeah, well, I don't know if I'd say I play. Yeah, I, 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 I'm starting. I, starting pedal steel. I, I, I don't know if I'd say if I'm playing it. I can play it to some degree, but I, I don't feel like I'm. It's not intuitive yet. Yeah. where I want it to be. And some you, stuff is. It, and, and you've only been doing it for what ten years, so <laughs> it takes a while. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, lap steel. But I just like lap steel. 
I just I just love Lapsy. Yeah. I just love the way it's like it, there's a there's an there's an immediacy to it that I just love and I love the expressive quality of it. So yeah. yeah. Well, and you play it well. Well, thank uh, you. And last one, Beatles or Stones? <laughs> Stones. Stones? Yeah. Yeah, really. I I would have I would have bet you you as a as a Beatles I guy. I love the Stones, but I love the you know, it's that's the that's the whole point of the question, right? Yeah. I love them both. Oh, yeah. Okay, so no no noodling. Okay. <laughs> That's all I do. You play. Let's see. What was my question? Oh, you were talking about oh, people. Oh, yeah. So played you, with. yeah, you play it with a lot, uh, lots of different folks. Yeah. Uh, I I named them in the in the introduction. But okay. I'll, uh, uh, Roseanne Cash, Jay Giles, uh, Chapin, Mary Chapin Carpenter, yep. Ray LaMontagne, Mark Cohen, Peter Wolf, Susan Tedeschi, Paula Cole. Yes. Um, you know our our folk heroes, Vance Gilbert and Chris oh, Delmore. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jim Henry. Jim Henry. Well, it's been. Just you don't know, forget that. Actually, the, that, that well, I, I was trying to think of the first time we met, and I wonder if it was on mm. my record. I think it was. I think I think you were recommended to me by uh, Doug Plavin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that yeah, the first time I met you was in the studio. That's right. That's right. At nope. uh, uh, Mark's place. Yeah, Mark Thayer's Mark place. Thayer's place. Yeah. In um, he yeah. was in Three Rivers or or whatever the name of that town was. Back then, yeah, exactly. That's now he's right. in Connecticut. Now he's in Connecticut, Pomfret. Um, so anyway, uh, undisclosed location <laughs> in Pomfret, right? Um, so how, um, like when when you first get the call, say for Roseanne Cash, mm-hmm. how do you uh, how do you prepare for something like that? Is it like does she did she just send you a whole bunch of tunes and said learn these tunes or? Or well, what what you know on that for that what happened is that I met I met Rose and John, and her husband John Leventhal yeah. through uh, through Mark Cohn through playing with Mark Cohn uh, down in New York because uh, they're uh, you know Mark uh, John Leventhal's pr- produced a bunch of uh, of uh, Mark's records so they're friends and yeah. work together and. So I was playing down there, and John and Rose came out, and and great, great, had a nice, really nice time meeting them. They're, you know, they're great, great folks, you know, and both, both amazingly talented, John and Roseanne, mm-hmm. you know, and um. So, but I guess at some point, you know, they realized they were doing a new record, and they were going to need to to fill out the band a little bit more to cover the guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they called me. They called me to come up and do a gig. I, I went up and did a Lumina, the Luminata Festival, I think it's called, Lumina Festival in Toronto. And so I went up, and <clears throat> John's, John is really, John's really good. You know, he's, you know, he's an MD, so he's really great, and a guitar player, a great guitar player. So he was great for telling me what to do, what to learn, you know, do this. And he's, you know, and he's pretty, so, he's pretty, uh, you know, he's pretty sure of what he wants. Right. So, so it was very specific. I, yeah. yeah. I want you yeah. to do this on yeah, this I song. I want you to do this on right. this tune. I want you to try this acoustic maybe on this tune. I'm not sure yet, but do, right. but for now, do, do approach So it that's super helpful. Very helpful. <laughs> very helpful. Saves a lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, but then when rehearsal comes, you still have to, you know, you still have to. You know, tweak stuff and, right. and, and, but yeah, so that, so basically what happened is that they, they, I knew what we were going to do. We were going to learn the record, uh, the, the record that I started touring with them, um, 
and uh, it was, and so I just learned the record. So I basically just put the record on, and I had it playing in my car nonstop, so that I knew, right. like I knew the songs by ear. I, I mean, I knew the songs, the form of them, and everything. So I didn't have to think about it even before. I think I ever actually started sitting down and learning them on guitar, trying right. to figure out the parts, you know? You knew the songs. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, to me, that is ultimately, that's the most important thing. That's the hardest thing because you really have to invest time. I do anyways. Mm-hmm. Some people, like, some people, like, for me to learn a song, I can't, I can't do the method like uh, intro, eight bar intro, verse, 16 bars, ver- chorus, eight bars, you know, verse, you know, and then remember, like, I just can't, my brain just do, So do you write, like do you make charts? Uh, or not I will, really. Yeah, I I don't like to because I don't like looking. I feel like I'm afraid. Like once once I once I have a piece of paper to look at, I'm afraid I'll I'll never stop looking. I'll, I'll stop, yeah, I'll just keep <laughs> looking at it. So I try to, I try to just really try to engage my brain and 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 my musical brain and 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 just learn the songs. Just learn them. Just like you know. Just like you know your favorite songs, right? You know, and right. fortunately, the you know John and Rose are such good, great writers that it's like the songs are so good right. and the production is so good that it's like a pleasure to listen to it right. constantly. You know, that was right. a great record. So, so anyways, you know, I, so that's how, but that's how I do it. So I just like I want to be as prepared as I can be. You know, I want to know the songs inside and out. Like, just you don't even have to think about it. Right. You know. Into it has to be intuitive, you know. Right. So I'm not thinking, oh, is the bridge coming up? And you know, you just know you just it. know it. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I gotta say, like with with like when there's no musical director, oftentimes the artists will do that because, like I say, it's their song, so they don't necessarily have a grasp of you know. If I said you know, if you said you know, whoever, so and so, you know, famous artist, I want you to learn. I want you to learn 75 songs. You know, right? They'd be like, "Are you insane?" You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so yeah. Right. yeah so yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know how yeah. I got there, but um, no, it's good. It's an interesting thing. So then, um, um, what about preparing to go into the studio? Um, do you do you going into the that's studio? That's kind of a different animal. Yeah, because I want to know the songs again as well as possible, right? Right, but there is no there is no production yet, so there's right. no. Right. So I think some, you know, I think different people do different things. Like some people will actually start working out a plan. I'm going to play this here. I'm going to play this and this and this, and which can work great. I just can't do that. I just, it's just my, my, it's just not the way I, I I kind of like, and you know what? And sometimes to be perfectly honest, I I wish I had a little bit more of that because I think it would save some time in the studio for me to be able to go. But the problem is with that is that especially if you're recording live with band, you don't know you don't know what to play until right. you're actually playing with other right. humans, you know. Right. So if yeah, I whatever have, whatever you work out might completely change. Exactly. So you've wasted your right. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so for to some degree, I kind of uh, I kind of probably I probably would hesitate to do ever do that. So would you make charts going into something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll make myself, I'll make myself like kind of cheat sheets, you know, Uh but like if, you know, the other thing that I would say I have, sometimes I will, like if I'm doing a, for, for example, if I'm doing a, a record where like they want me to put some guitar tracks down on a, on a fairly, you know, a fairly finished 
project, like where there's, you know, they might be like, well, we weren't going to have electric guitar on this, but we decided to have electric guitar. So there's keys and bass drums and, you know. So it's already fleshed out. Yeah, it's fleshed out. Then then I'll be like, well, shit, I'll, this is cool. I can, I can have some time to actually sit and mess around with, come up with part, you know. Right. And because, so that's a great, but I, that doesn't happen that often, you know, where that, where that situation arises. Right, it's usually, you're yeah. usually there for the basics. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and you play um, all kinds of different types of guitars. You have probably you have baritone guitar, probably, yeah. and yep. different types of yep. electrics, yep. and <clears throat> the lap steel, and you play bass too. Yeah, yeah. Right? play some bass. Yeah, do you, I know you played on bass on that Laurie McKenna record yeah. years ago? Yeah, Bitter Child. Yeah, you yeah. played everything on that except for yeah. the drums, right? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That must have been fun. But I did, I did. Yeah, that was that was that was a. That was a fun thing. That was really fun. She's she's such a oh, she's man. such a great writer. Man. Yeah, oh, my those God. are great songs. And and yeah. Lauren Antres produced, Laura, Laura, produced that record. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I played. I played. Yeah, I played. I think Lauren's idea. That was sort of Lauren's idea was to just kind of keep it all. Just to keep this small group of people because in house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was fun, and I loved playing bass, man. I love playing bass. Do, do you, have you done much of it since then? Nah, not, really. not really. I mean, there's there's so many you know, like in Boston. I mean, there's so many good bass players in this town that it's like you know for, to to get me to play bass. I mean, unless unless all the bass players went, went on some kind of <laughs> well, bass player flu. cruise somewhere, you know. <laughs> but there's so many there's so many great bass players. It's like you know. There's not rarely any need other than there was like, you know, some emergency, like if somebody couldn't make it at the last minute, right. you know, when I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, but I do like, I do like that. And I played, yeah, I played all the guitar stuff on that. Lori played some good acoustic though, too. She played, she played some acoustic on the tracks too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was fun. I liked doing that. It was great with Lauren cause he's a really, Lauren's a great, really great producer. He's great at, you know, fleshing the arrangements out. And, yeah. So yeah, he's really yeah he uh, he uh, I don't know I've done some stuff with him and you know he he will make you do it again and again and 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 just till he gets it just how he wants it exactly yeah yeah even even once you get it <laughs> it's like just do it one more time do it just more for time. good well, measure one more time <laughs> yeah it's like gambling you know what I mean that's <laughs> it what is, it is that's what I was called like it's like it's gambling you know it's like <laughs> you know you pull the arm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, know. you know, but God bless him. He's the one who has to wade through it all. To, exactly. To it out, you got so. it, man. He's the one that's going to listen through to it and go, you know, yeah, no kidding. But I think he likes that process. Yeah, I think he does too. And he, yeah. he's, yeah, and he's really good at, at putting that stuff together, mixing tokes and stuff. He's really totally. good at that. No, he's great at it. He's, uh, he will likely, yeah, he'll, he's going to be a guest on this, on this oh, podcast pretty soon. That'll I be think, good. So, yeah. That'll be good. He'll be really good. Um, well, you know, I I think I think we've reached the end of this lovely chat. Really? Yeah, okay. I know. You want yeah, to keep right. going, don't you? I do. I really like listening to myself talk. <laughs> well, you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> it was uh, fun. Well, it was fun. No, it was, I like I like the the questions are great and the the subject matter is yeah is, is <laughs> it's about you. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Well, so thank you very much, Kevin Barry, for for doing this. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for thinking of me. It's, yeah. it's, it, I'm amazed that anybody would want to know what I had to think about anything. So, <laughs> well, don't worry, great. I'll edit a lot of it. Out. <laughs> hey, so let's uh, let's play a tune for the sure. outro music. Yeah, yeah, All right. Um, Jim Henry tune. Well, let's or see. whatever, whatever you want. I love listening to you play jazz guitar. Oh. So, I was thinking, do you know that song, Old Cape Cod? Yeah, I think I do. Want to give that a try? Yeah, if it sucks, we'll try. do something else. Yeah, exactly. But... If you're fond of sand dunes and salty air little villages here and there You're sure to fall in love with old Cape Cod and if you Thanks like for listening to the Pro Tips for Musicians podcast. To find out more about Kevin, visit him at kevinberryguitar.com To order your copy of the Pro Tips book or to make a one-time only donation to the podcast, go to protipsformusicians.com. To become a sustaining podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash Jim Henry. Thanks for listening. It seemed to beckon you Miles of green beneath the sky so blue And church bells chiming on a Sunday morn Remind you of a town where you